I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. again with another Sporting KC win. Yes, they won a game. Yes, gentlemen, how are we feeling? We're fresh off the win. We're recording right after the win. It's late night. Cauldron after dark. Cauldron after dark. Shades of blue after dark. Gentlemen, how are all of you doing? Fantastic, Cody. Okay, I asked for energy, and I got a fantastic. (laughs) Thanks, guys. in Dallas. I've got all the takes right now. I, we need to talk about Kyrie Shelton's brace. I don't care that they called it. <laughs> it was a Kyrie brace. It was a brace. I needed to be a brace because I asked for it. I called it on Twitter. I spoke it into existence. So I'm calling it. So you do believe in speak, Cody? Yes, I do. We were talking off pod about manifesting certain things. Uh, <laughs> God damn. But I'm, I'm here for some calf talk. It's this guy got calf power <laughs> rankings for you tonight let's go oh we have calf power rankings oh shit oh i just got excited i didn't even know about that i'm glad you waited until we recorded to tell me about this calf power rankings okay all right robert where are you at the game tonight tell me what you saw from the press box sir you know my favorite part of the game besides you know the goals and the win was patrick mahomes when johnny <laughs> scored the equalizer did you see his celebration he was pumped man he was like dude Dude, that was pretty awesome. That goal, like, that was so dope. I was screaming in my house by myself. I scared the dogs. It was wonderful. Like, that was 
I re I remembered that sporting Kansas City is fun. I forgot. I almost forgot. All of everyone almost forgot very quickly that sporting KC was fun. But that was that was great. This game was so much fun. I think John Neese's reaction was like, "Oh shit, that went in. All right, <laughs> yes." I think he knew what he was doing. That that to me looked very deliberate. On, yeah. the, on the replays, it was just he just he like literally put it exactly where he needed to put it. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the stat, but that is the latest goal in the history of Sporting Kansas City in regulation. So, like in regulation time, the latest one ever. All competitions, pretty remarkable. Ninety eighth minute. How do we? Will that ever be beaten? I mean, that's going to be a very difficult one to beat. Ninety eight minutes of stoppage time is going to be very difficult to beat. Well, I guarantee you, if we do, it'll be against Dallas again, because the only reason we had eight minutes of stoppage time was because they. What, the 75th minute, they just started falling down and pretending to be dead? They're shithousery? Yes, of course. <laughs> Two of them at the same time. Like, I, I, I had the replay up because I was in the press box next to Robert, and I, I flipped it over to ESPN Plus because it was only like 30 seconds behind what we were seeing. And I go, nothing happened. I watched the replay, nothing happened. They both just decide to sit down and, you know, start stretching out. Like, maybe they're cramping, sure, but it's humid in Dallas since, like, I don't know, February. They should be used to this weather. Yeah, they've they've done it before. They do it all the time. Games with Dallas are always chippy like that. The kicking the ball away, they tried that too. It was it was all of it. I'm so tired of Dallas. I guess we don't have to deal with them anymore, except for next week. <laughs> don't we play them again? Don't we play them again? And like, here does that like next weekend maybe? There's definitely more games against Dallas. Okay, well, not in the U.S. Open Cup. Not in the Open Cup. Eliminated. What was um well uh, so the two newcomers the the two new guys both scored tonight they got the first ones that had they saw the ball go in the net uh Janice had a wonderful game like we saw we got I think we got to see like you know what he can actually do with some real time on the field you know some of those tricks don't always come off he but I like that he tries them he's kind of audacious he he tries things some of those. Uh, you know, he created the goal that Kyrie half scored with a, that was a very great effort to set up, to create that chance, to set that goal up. Um, he had a, there was one other point, he had a really, really cool flick on in the box for Shallowy at one point that didn't quite come off for him. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Jonis played really well. And I, that we finally got that offensive spark that this team has been missing all year. And I kind of have to think, is it because he's where he's supposed to be? He's been playing underneath the striker a lot, kind of in the midfield as like that 8-10, but he played on the wing. He was on the left wing, he was on the right wing, and maybe that favors his play style. Well, I don't want to pick apart your take there, but was it technically left wing? Or was it wing or was it forward? Yeah, technically, I guess he was left board. But if you look at the Vermees actually took took credit or credit, took the blame, I should say, for how bad Mm -hmm. they played at the beginning because they were in a weird formation. He said, first half was my fault just because I think we weren't prepared to play in the system we put together. We just didn't feel comfortable. And if you look at when things started to go better, it's when they got into the 4-3-3. Janice was on the left wing. Mm -hmm. Spencer Glass known athlete moved to the right wing from his typical left back spot (laughs) and it was coming off even a guy who you know credit to glass i think he played well for what he was asked to do he got in there and did you know he got in and made some plays he almost made some stuff come off and 
it just started to click when they were where they practice all the time in the little passing patterns they do all the time. They were where they're supposed to be, and it started to work. Peter Vermees playing 4D chess there. He it's a it's a humble brag. He took the blame, but in doing so, that means he was also saying, "Look what I did at the half," <laughs> and kaplow, boom, kaplow. Yes, <laughs> I've never said that word in my life before. I don't know where that came from. Well, this is what happens on Shades of Blue after dark. It's only twelve thirty in the morning. It's after right dark. But who felt bad for Nicola though? He scores his first goal, and then. Oh, I'm out of the game. <laughs> Poor man. I mean, at least he got it because they were up. They had their jerseys on. They were standing at the touchline waiting to come in, and then he picked off that ball and went and scored. It's like, did he look over there and see Kyrie Shelton standing on the sideline? Like, he knew he was about to come off. <laughs> and well, a great goal. Know, it, yeah, it was. He he did not have a great game, though. No, he no. did not. He, he, missed, he missed a wide-open header. I mean, wide-open header um, that Kyrie also would not have scored. But uh, tactical genius Peter Vermees subbing in Kyrie Shelton after the goal for uh, Voinovich, and he gets a brace. I mean, am I trolling? Am I being sincere in this? I don't really know. You tell me. But Kyrie got a brace tonight. Voinovich. Well, it's that FC Dallas back that uh, is never going to want to see Kyrie again, though, right? Right, Chad? That's true. I did ask Kyrie in the post-game presser if Edwin Cerillo, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but I cannot be fined for the other team's players. That's a rule I've decreed. And uh, he was forced to play center back because of the red card and they were out of subs. And man, he the own goal came off of him and then Shelton stole the ball from him. And I asked Kyrie if he's going to see him in his nightmares. He just kind of laughed at me. The whole press room laughed. I got a good reaction out of it. So hopefully that was on the radio. Oh, speaking Kyrie of was in a good mood at the presser too, man, wasn't he? Hold he on, was a smiling I'll, boy. Hold on. Get, Chad got a laugh. Good job, buddy. I'm proud of you. You got a laugh. That's a good moment. I can be underrated funny. I got some laughs on like uh, pools camps asking if he was growing a mullet one time. Like I've got the lines. It's just like, when do I cross the line to say the silly things that I always want to say? And when do I try to keep it professional? Uh, Luckily, Thad's not here to tell me that I shouldn't have said any of that stuff. You're you're that guy for sure in the digital press room. And and we, every we need we need that we the press room for Sporting Casey is just too it's it's too strict everyone's too quiet everyone's too afraid to do anything so yes it needs it. Now Chad, did you listen to the NYCFC broadcast? You know, um, I watched that game at like 1 a.m. because I had to do like family stuff and I like dozed off and watched the second half even though I knew the result later. So um, I know they were. Uh, Nate was alluding to a question I had asked in the presser. And yeah, I was a like, question that both Thad and I were like, oh, my God, I can't believe Chad asked that freaking question. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was but like, yeah. Nate, give me credit. Give me credit. Say my name. Say the Blue Testament.com. But he didn't. It's okay. I'll, I'll talk to Nate. I'll get him to give me a shout out later. Oh, geez. You know, you know that the team just just hates Chad. <laughs> and that's okay. That's they okay. Have, I, I, well, I can take to. Just I a, can handle it. Just a thorn in their side. You have to be to them. <laughs> but I think my question was reasonable, right? Do you remember? Was it the one? Was it? I think I said something to the effect of the offense is struggling, yet you're playing the same players over and over. And then I asked, I said, hey, in practice, we always hear about things are happening in practice that we don't get to see. So I said, what are you seeing in practice that 
is making you make these same lineup choices. And he basically like called me out and like had, they took me off mute and let me respond again uh, to like try to clarify, like, did I think different people should be starting? And I said, I just, you know, want to know what you're seeing. And he said, they're like, well, those are the best three guys. That's why they're starting. And then he just stopped. Oh, that's a good moment. I didn't see. This is the kind of thing that I want. We need to get this audio. Is there a way that we can grab this audio and put this on the podcast? Yeah, I'm sure we have the audio. There is the gold. I don't, people don't understand. There is gold from Peter Vermees uh, press conferences that don't even always make it out there. Just little moments like that, that maybe I'm the, I'm obsessed with little moments like that. I think that's hilarious. And yeah, that's the kind of stuff I want to put on here so we can roast Chad while he's on the show. That's fine. I'm All right. Down. So what did everybody think when you first saw the starting lineup tonight? What were your first thoughts? Uh, I was pretty excited. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know who this glass person is. Let's go. There's no picture of him on Foot Mob. Let's go. I don't even know him. Let's do this. In the lineup cards they gave us, his name was handwritten on it. Everybody else yeah. was typed. It's like whoever wrote this up didn't know who he was either. They just typed number 80, and somebody wrote him by hand next to there. So, so Caden Pierre, is. Uh, well, there were some eyes on him. That was uh, one of the names in the lineup that I think drew some attention. How did Caden Pierre do in a big opportunity for him tonight? Well, I think at the end of the first half, he's the guy who really was dynamic and making things happen. And I think it really kind of got some momentum going into halftime. And then that just uh, culminated beginning of the second half. But uh, otherwise, I wasn't terribly impressed with him, but certainly at that moment. Yeah, you know, I think, um, and it was said, I think I heard this on the post game show as I was driving home. And it's when the formation went to the four three three that he was suddenly more comfortable. And I agree. Like, I think when he was playing that like wide midfielder wing back role, it's like, he didn't know what he was supposed to be doing. And then when he returned to what he's been doing for SKC two for the last year, he suddenly was comfortable and he's making those long dribbling attacking runs. He's cutting inside. He's overlapping on the outside for balls and they got into the formation. He's doing it with Spencer glass ahead of him playing right wing, a guy that's a fullback. And they were combining well. They were making things happen. And then I thought the, the first half ended really strong. The second half started really strong. Robert and I were actually saying in the press box, the subs kind of came at a weird time. They're playing really well. Why are you changing what's working? But Peter basically told us in the post game that they were pre-planned. They were happening when at that time, and they had kind of pre-discussed it. David, what do you think about Caden Pierre's play? So I actually disagree with Robert. I thought Pierre played really well all game long. Um, just for the record, David was just like asleep there with his. He was looking at something on the computer, not paying attention to us. And so, I'm, no, so I was Jeff listening. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to hunt down, see if there was if the stats are up yet for the game. But um, Pierre and and I'll say, you know, Cam Duke and uh, his and his limited time playing right back has done this too. They're carrying the ball further forward and deeper, making stronger attacking runs from the right back spot than Graham Zussi has been. Um, and I know that my opinion on Graham Zussi is probably pretty well known to anybody who listens to this, but yeah, we don't need to hear that again. Shut up. Thank you. Uh, but I thought Caden Pierre did a really great job of one being pacey, but being able to carry the ball forward and then either be able to make the pass or, you know, try and try and put in a cross. He's more dangerous. He looked more dangerous and he was able to recover and get back on defense, which was, you know, something that I'm not used to seeing out of our right back over the last few years. Uh, 
I'm a little surprised that we played Spencer Glass at right wing and not uh, Caden Pierre, given kind of their difference in talent and uh, that Spencer Glass is a left back. But, you know, who's never played an inverted right wing? Oh, uh, oh, but back. hey. Setsanovic did it, I'm sure, one time. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Left back was occupied by Ben Sweat, who I don't even know. Was he actually on the field tonight? Because I'm not sure he was actually playing. It looked like he gave up a couple times. Was like, Jesus, Ben Sweat, what was that? I think he came on a little bit in the second half, maybe also late in the first. Maybe, again, to use the same defense I made for Pierre, maybe he just didn't know what he was supposed to be doing. If you look at the sidelines... Peter was yelling at him so much in the first half, trying to get him to be where he was supposed to be on the field. But then Peter did take the blame afterwards saying, Hey, we didn't practice for this formation enough. And you know, the guys didn't know what to do. So when I put him back in the regular formation, of course they, they kind of knew what to do and started clicking. But I think he like rescued his game with some really nice crosses. Okay. Really that's what dangerous I was... crosses into the box. That's the what one I... that David you... was upset about that Nicola blasted over the bar of his head. Okay. That's that's you you said he came on at the end. You're referring to like I think two crosses. Okay. The the guy had two crosses this game. That's fine. But I don't the Peter Vermees takes zero blame for Ben Sweat thinking a ball is going out of bounds, stop watching it to grab the ball from the thing and then we almost get scored on. I what what oh my I don't even I don't have words to describe. I don't even know what to say about that play. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Well, there, there's two other plays that were more ridiculous than that. <laughs> you think this, this as a more? game was pretty. Uh, well, Pools Camp nicely passed, gently passing the ball to uh, Frank O'Hara. Uh, <laughs> and then Gordon was, was pretty great, uh, followed uh, closely by uh, Mr. Rad just. Oh, my God, that tackle. Not touching the ball. And then. Um, that play is followed closely by Dallas uh, taking that ball and with a wide open net. Like a, any one of us could have scored that. Just, just bl- pass it into the goal. <laughs> just yes. blasting it in the cauldron. Yes. O'Brien, the, right? Is that yeah, who that's did that? O- O'Brien, yeah. O'Brien, O'Brien. Yeah. That's why he is not starting anymore. Obviously, they got Alan Velasco and Paul Ariola. That's why he's not starting. But he was their starting winger for much of last year and – Maybe that's why Dallas wasn't very good. Oh, that miss. That is an all-timer miss. And honestly, when it happened, I was like, this feels like a turning point. Like I honestly thought we were we were going to go on and equalize after I saw that play. I felt like we had a chance after that. It was a sign. Sweat had an Sweat had an okay game. You know, look, playing we either no, played didn't. A, Stop playing a five two or a five three two, depending on what you want to say. We Mine was pretty deep. Um, he's a he's a left back who's playing left center back, and the responsibilities are different. The spacing's different. Everything's different. The passing patterns are different. Um, oh, I don't know man. that we could have expected all that much out of him. Oh, man. We're being joined by another podcaster. Speaking of energy, you guys were lacking energy at the beginning. <laughs> we got Mr. Energy <laughs> entering the podcast here, entering the Zoom. Thad Bell. Oh, he's going to take a minute. The boomer's going to take a Red Bull. But, While Thad gets his audio connected, yeah. I would like to say that I don't want to be the defender of Ben Sweat because I feel like I was kind of coming off that way a little bit. I think without those two delightful, delicious crosses that we referenced, Cody, he might be the guy that's like, 
we never hear from him again. Like he's yeah. just cut. Because I was like, does this guy even want to play? Does he see that Logan and Dembe is the starter and he is not getting on and he signed a two-year deal and he's stuck on his team? Yeah. Well, this is, hold on. This is a good transition moment for us. This is a good segue. So late in the game, and I don't know if the camera should or not, but at late in the game, Sweat was clearly cramping and struggling. He was uh, not running very much and was just stretching out his calves, which leads us to calf talk. Yes! <laughs> so Kyrie Shelton's brace earns him the number one spot in the calf talk power rankings for today. Oh. Oh, my man. Ndenbe wasn't on the field. He wasn't in the 18. So Ndenbe, who holds number one spot in Cody's heart, not on there tonight. So this, Kyrie, you get on. a brace, calf talk, calf, calf position number one. Hold on. Everyone calm down. Everyone calm down before we get to this calf list here. We need to re. If you're not putting Logan and Ndenbe on this list, then we need to redefine it. It's so, so this was, we need to make sure everyone is aware that this list is calves of the evening. Cavs of Dallas versus SKC U.S. Open Cup. All right, because Ndembe is the reason it exists anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and the holes in Courtney Ford's socks, I believe, as well. <laughs> yes. Also contributed to the calf talk, indeed. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Uh, okay, so Kyrie. Yes, my man Kyrie. Put. Pick, I don't care. Pick any body part, and Kyrie's probably going to be on the top of that list. <laughs> so I'm giving. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> After dark. Calf talk position number two. Ben Sweat. Ooh, oh no, oh no. Okay. All right. I'll allow it. The crosses are good. I didn't mean to diminish the crosses. No, this no, no, team lacks no. good it has, crosses. It he has nothing good. to do with the quality of his play. But this man was on uh the the was it the east stand uh side on the second half and was uh just stretching out those calves right in front of all of those nice season ticket paying members. And uh, so he gets he gets spot number two. Okay, okay, I'll allow it. Number three, I do have a good shot of him stretching. Oh, whoa! Bad coming in hot. <laughs> there we go. That's what I needed for energy. I have a good shot of him stretching. All right, that's the kind of shades of blue content. I know. I don't know if any of you guys want to do that show, but that's the show that I want to do. That needs that, to be the picture for our. Uh, that why can't we see you? He comes in late. He just drops one line and then disappears into the shadows. Anyway, he's David. stretching his he's stretching his calves. Are we ready? Very... Is that coming or are we ready for Dave to continue, David? Ah, oh, there's Thad. There's my man. How you doing, Thad Bell? Always good on an audio medium to talk about our video feed. That's right. I think it comes off well to our listeners that know us very well. Yeah. I, I've, I've been listening to you for a while now. It just wasn't participating. <laughs> Thad, I swear to God, this man just actively works against the show on a regular basis. <laughs> All right, final, final calf talk power ranking of the night. Caden Pierre. Okay, yes. Caden Pierre. Yes. Da -da. He's we got a great workout running up and down all night long. <laughs> there we Can go. we say all night long if he got subbed off and didn't do the 120, like... Felipe and Cam Duke. Well, it's Cam Duke. I'm sorry. He did not do 120. He was a, a replacement for what Peter called 12-year-old Ozzy Cisneros and his uh, hamstring strain. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <laughs> Ozzy Cisneros, brief, beautiful moment he had this game. One, He had that... The play he got injured on, very clever couple touches to get away, and then someone just cleaned his ass out. Well done. Very brief appearance, but very well done, Ozzy Cisneros. Also a very good name. Ozzy Cisneros. Hey, and speaking of Hernandez and Duke, I really thought these guys showed a lot of maturity in this game tonight, and they had to play around different positions a little bit, and really was impressed by their play. Uh, I agree. I missed that. Who? Thank you. Thank you for your contribution to the show, show Thad. Uh, Robert, who did you who did you just say you liked that play? I think Hernandez and Duke both had very good games, uh, mature performances, really uh, kind of like a rock in a sense for the whole team throughout the whole match. Yeah, let's talk about Felipe Hernandez briefly. I that's one player that I think the, in that first half I was like, I was like, maybe why did we ever think Felipe Hernandez was that good? But uh, no, as the as the game went on, yeah, he definitely he definitely turned that into a pretty good game. Cam Duke's introduction was like a clear and obvious uh, uh, good addition. It made the team better like very quickly. Uh, of of all those young guys, Cam Cam Duke, I think I'm still the most high on. But I I definitely am not as high on quote unquote the kids. <laughs> as I think we've always been with Sporting KC's youth. I'd say you got to give it more time, Cody. Like, yeah, Cam's yeah, going to yeah. play a lot of right back, I feel like. We're going to see a lot more of him with Susie's muscle injury, and who knows when his thigh will be better. Um, I didn't mean to take the conversation away from calves to thighs. That's my apologies. Thighs, uh, thighs but... is next week. David, get that list ready. Yeah, thighs Chad, is a power record for next week. If, if you want to talk about thighs, you got to get your own podcast. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> David, we'll work that out. Um, well, but, I'm yeah, just saying again. I'm just hold on. I'm just gonna say Kyrie Sheldon is gonna be on the thigh list again. It, pick, a, <laughs> pick a body part. Pick a body part. I'm just saying. So uh, Felipe Hernandez, to bring it back to what we initially started talking about, um, I think maybe the ceiling's not as high as Cam Duke, but the maybe the floor is higher. Uh, that's a fun expression we like to use. Uh, for Vermees's part, he said, "Quote: This is the best game since he's come back this year." about Felipe Hernandez. So I tend to agree. I think he played very well. I was very intrigued to see him playing at the six. He moved to the six after Jake Davis got his yellow. I think they may have been in a double pivot together, but they moved Davis forward to more of an eight when they got in that four, three, three. And mm, I, he says, Yuri Rosell lose his job. I'm open to some more Felipe Hernandez playing at the six. Thad, what did you think of, of uh, Jake Davis? We've been, we, you and I have spoken a lot about Jake Davis as a, as maybe a dark horse of these young guys. I still think he's got the uh, upside to be a Roger esque player. He hammers people. I mean, you got yeah. the as the yellow the card, red card. <laughs> as the yellow you card, the, like three minutes into his first appearance would indicate. Yes. Yeah, you get the yellow with Sporting. You got the red card with SKC two a couple games ago. A uh, little rash decision making every once in a while, but unafraid to hammer some people one of my favorite traits in a player. Yeah, I believe Robert and I were talking in the press box. I said, 
this man will get at least one card tonight. Let's hope it's not red. And then he went ahead and picked one up like a few minutes after I made that comment. But I thought he looked a lot better when he got to the eight. He looked uncomfortable to me playing in the six. And he looked a lot more. I mean, he, he plays the eight more often. He, he seemed more comfortable. And then he had his, uh, this guy's just like Roger thing where he blasted a shot like 40 yards over the bar. So, yeah, yeah Jake, about- Jake's an eight, man. Jake's an eight. That's his best spot. Yeah, I think he was unable to read the game very well in the sixth there, and he struggled, and that desperation came out a little too much. Well, and our, and our system requires the six to have a lot more um, positional, positional awareness and and um, discipline, and whereas when you're playing that kind of free-roaming eight like Roger does, you can just run all over the field and snatch every ankle you can find. So... I know, I know that when Zeus is healthy, he will come back and he will start and he will play every minute until the wheels fall off. Bro, leave Zeus alone. But look, Zeus <laughs> never been in my calf rankings ever. So explain to me why Cam Duke shouldn't just be the starter for the rest of the season at right back. I will not make that argument because I feel like this is his chance to steal it. Isn't mm-hmm. they always talk about when you're given your opportunity, go take it and I haven't really seen anything from Cam Duke that says he's not taking it so far. Have any of you? My only question is I'd rather have him further forward than the right back position. But the nice thing yeah. is he can do either. So, Yeah, I would say I'd rather have him for more further up the pitch. I mean, there, There's advantages to him being back there. He has more chance to run at people with a little space, and he's pretty deft at passing here and there to get around some people. But having him forward at least puts him into an attacking spot where he can combine with somebody. Well, along those lines, though, and just I don't know if I'm playing devil's advocate so much as just thinking out loud. But good job, David. One of one of the things that made us so dangerous when Zusi first moved back is that we had a right back, the only right back really in the league, who was actually dangerous going forward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Zusi's fallen off of that. Zeusy's not as dangerous as he was when he first moved back to that position. So I think maybe there's something to be said for doing that. And second, Cam's not scoring a ton of goals um, from that attacking eight role. Um, and I would have I don't have the stats in front of me. I haven't looked, but I don't know that he's combining with our wings and certainly not with Kyrie to score a lot of goals up top anyway. So nobody else was. Right. His like his biggest value is that he's like shifty and he draws a lot of fouls and puts people in danger and like, it's just a lot of dangerous set pieces that we haven't been converting on. So I, I don't know. I like him. I like him moving forward. Also, I like we have talked a lot of times about whether he should be starting from that eight slash ten or whether he should be a super sub because he changes the game. Um, but I really dig him at right back. I think he's he and I have these visions of he and Indinbe, um just marauding up the wings marauding. and combining with Johnny and combining with Daniel and Johnny's and being dangerous. If I could add on, I made an observation on the blue Testament.com, which you should all go read and, you know, follow our website uh, that maybe the reason that the role is working better for Cam Duke is because the responsibilities are maybe, I don't know if less, but just different. Um, you're not responsible for the whole field. When you're playing that like eight, 10 role, you're, you're everywhere. You're all the way up. You're all the way back on the right back. You're kind of you know, you have half the field maybe to be responsible for. Obviously, uh, you know, defense is important. You got to make these recovery runs, but he has the pace 
to make the runs, which has often been the complaint about Zussi that when he does get too far up the field, he cannot get back. And Cam, just like Logan and Dembe, can get back, which I think is a great asset to the team, just having the pace to just, even if you don't make the tackle, be in the way, slow the guy down, let other people get there to help. Right. And then in the middle, you, so you're looking everywhere. You're turning all, you got people coming from you in all directions versus when you're on the right, you, you have the sideline to, you know, can use the sideline and use that space a little bit different because it's just less to be responsible for. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way. I've never played fullback. I've never played midfield. I was slow. I played center back. Wow, that's a that's a new way to uh, deliver a take on a podcast. Is you deliver a take and then, you know, I don't know. I never played. I don't. Know, I never played that position. So you know, I don't know. I think that's Chad's podcast. I think we just discovered Chad's new podcast, and it should be. Here's my take, but you know, I don't know. I've, I'm pretty <laughs> full of shit. I don't really know anything. So I don't know if you guys should listen to me at all. <laughs> well, actually, please. Oh, go ahead, Chad. Uh, I was going to say, actually, I kind of agree with Chad. I, I would probably phrase it a little bit differently. Well, you're full of shit but too, he yeah. has a different role there instead of being in that middle. And a lot of players do because you have less you have less uh, responsibilities. And you – is that the word you used? I said that word, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but you have less responsibilities and it, you have more focused. So you have – you're focused on one side versus trying to do everything. So I'm, I'm actually agreeing with you, Chad. Thank you, Fan. Okay, we've had enough. We've had enough Zussi slander. For we've passed the allotted minutes of zero minutes of Zussi slander for this podcast. I, I did. I did say hi to Zussi in the tunnel today. Oh, there you go. Ask him right, how well, he was speaking doing. Speaking of center backs, what did you guys think of Fontes? Fontes, Fontes is still our rock. I don't. I don't care. This may be my like Cody's bad take, but. Uh, Dude, he, I still think he's the best center back on this team. Don't at me. He's the he, best passing center back. Yeah. I thought he played really well tonight. I mean, he was the veteran. He was the captain. I don't think he's ever been the captain before, so that was Ooh, interesting yeah, good to shout. see. Until, I didn't notice that. Good shout. Good job, yeah. Yeah, until uh, he passed it off to Russell. But, um, yeah, I thought he played really well. I thought he was kind of the anchor for, you know, Kave Rod was next to him. And you got to have some presence back there. That said, I'm here for Robbie Valader all day, every day. I want this guy to still stay out there because Fontes is making 1.1 million at least. He's in a contract year. Mm-hmm. Are you going to bring that guy back? Or are you going to keep playing this 21-year-old kid? He just had a birthday uh, that you paid, you know, one or two million or whatever the transfer fee was for. Yeah, I'm... David, you're shaking your head at me, David. I was answering the question. It was in agreement. He was, he was <laughs> agreeing with you. Yeah, like, and in the post game okay, press conference, in the post game press conference, Vermees was uh, complimentary of Bolader and was glad that he had him available. So brought in some solidity there at the end. Yes, I am on Team Volader because we did an interview with That's him and he told us how That's to say it. Yeah, I, I owe he he Cody's pronunciation is right because he got it from Robbie. <laughs> yes, I said it how the man told me to say it because we interviewed him. And if you have not listened to the interview, he's a uh, it was a good he's a quiet but that was a good interview. Didn't well, that was a good interview, wasn't it, Thad? No, I totally agree. He was very pleasant to talk to. There we go. He is a very pleasant pleasant young man to talk to. Yeah. So I have a question though, Cody. We've talked to Andreo. We've talked to Robbie. When we talk to Courtney, now which center back pairing are you going to favor? So I I will I'll die on the hill. 
I, I think Fontas is our best center back. I love Volader. I think he's going to do very well. I think he should be playing. But, and and yes, so yes, F- Fontas is the best passing center back. But there's a certain, like, level of calm that he has. Yes, there's been some bad mistakes this season uh, as the whole team has gone, I would like to point out. But, but no, I... His instincts for the, the his moments that he chooses to step up are in the way he steps up with such confidence and no I I'm I'm very confident with him back there. You said it earlier, Chad, that he was the anchor of the back line. When he is back there, I feel comfortable. I feel like he knows what he's doing. He's smart, and I think when you watch him play, you can literally see that he is of Barcelona. I I think that comes off in his style of play and his demeanor. Really he disagree needs- with anything you said, but I think it's funny that he got benched because he made a bad pass against LAFC and then stepped forward and immediately made yep. a bad challenge right afterwards. And then yes. we haven't seen him <laughs> since then until tonight in the Open Cup. But again, <laughs> I, I think it's less of a he's bad at his role as let's see what we have. Yeah, I, I know. And... I'm not against with rolling with the hot hand, which is what Peter Vermees is always going to do, and Courtney Ford is the hot hand at the moment. But I, I still think, and I wouldn't be surprised if you know a month from now or you know at some point into this season that the the pairing was was Volater and and Fontas, and I think that would be a a, a pretty smart matchup. I'm actually okay with either Fontas or. Uh, with Fontas and or Volader or Courtney. So, I mean, it's... There you um, go. I am too, and I think you... So are you, like, halfway agreeing with me without uh, <laughs> without saying it? Because... Yeah, no, I, I, I do agree with you. But I'm also... I'm pretty equal with all three of them at the moment. Like, any combination of the three of them. So who is uh, our... Just, if someone agrees with me, tell me right now who the best center back on Sporting Kansas City is, if not Andre Fontas. For me. <laughs> Uh, no Issy talk here. You guys are dismissing Issy. <laughs> Issy's not available at the moment, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's right there. What a luxury, though, that there are four starting exactly. caliber center backs on this team when last year the third center back was a defensive midfielder. Now, it doesn't seem quite as luxurious when it's you have holes in every other part of the field. <laughs> <laughs> when when there's not enough starting lineups for any in, in the the front line and there's a, a luxury in the back line, but but yes, the the I like our center backs for sure. And always move sweat up to the left wing. <laughs> yeah, we're just yeah. not on the mm-hmm. field. <laughs> hey, I just have to say, guys, this is like the longest quickie I've ever had. Wow, <laughs> kind of outed your own. Uh, imperfections eh wow so quickie what he is referring to what my podcast mate is ever so elegantly referring to was i wanted to do this podcast as a quickie and we are mm-hmm. about 40 minutes in here <laughs> but that's what that's what happens cauldron, cauldron i said it again cauldron after shades of blue after dark called that used to be a hashtag they would do all the time was hashtag cauldron after dark i think we need to you know just Notice it is 103 a.m. How dedicated we are to this podcast, listeners. 
That's right. And because I know none of you will listen if we don't <laughs> if we don't post it timely and early in the week. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, since you keep referencing the cauldron, this isn't from the cauldron, but I sent David a tweet that I wanted him to dramatically read. Like, uh, you know, David dramatically reads the cauldron, but this is yeah. dramatically reads Twitter. David, do you feel up to that? Oh, I like that. I've also, I've got, there's a great Reddit thread. Um, that I think also deserves uh, some credit. But um, this is from Chad. So at Playfor90 tweeted. No, 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 no. This man tweeted oh. at me. I <laughs> don't know. No, no. This is I at don't KC know. underscore Jack. He tagged me. I don't he tagged know. me. David doesn't know how to use Twitter because he only has a secret Twitter account for trolling purposes. I don't troll anybody on Twitter. That's fair. Just to read tweets. My apologies. <laughs> trolling in the old sense of the word where you're just like hanging out under the bridge, but you're He's not actually lurker. saying anything. A lurker is the word you're looking lurking. for. Lurking. Um, I don't know the words. <laughs> Boomer. So Casey underscore Jack quote, well, I guess we will be well rested. This team on the field would lose to Rockhurst High School. Can't complete three passes. Goalkeeping is not only non-existent, but would be better if we didn't have one back there. This year has been and been embarrassing all around. End quote. And I don't think that's fair. <laughs> you know that that was early on in the game. I think um, that was around the two nothing mark, I believe. But but there's a Reddit thread. Um, Posted by uh, Cody's friend, uh, Calvin 93 And it's titled, I'll Never Forgive FC Dallas. Now V can start Kyrie Shelton like 15 times in a row without another goal or assist since he scored tonight. It's oh all there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That <laughs> Honestly, like, that one is, <laughs> like, I hate to admit it, but, like, that's so true. Like, I had that thought the second Kyrie scored. I'm like, oh, man. Like, it, 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 he's going to roll as a starter off of this for the next six months, isn't he? <laughs> it is incredible. This isn't, I mean, th this whole thread could be its own. Each each individual post deserves it, their, their own flowers. All these people and all the takes, God bless them. What's so what's so good about the good the really good ones is when they they really touch something where part of it is like actually kind of true where like the the way they've said it and that this person is screaming into a void like a dumbass but then it's like oh god they're kind of right <laughs> that's where it really hurts <laughs> can I read another one yes this is on the uh, match recap. Lala's land says nobody really cares about the MLS Tin Cup or that rusty old supporter's shield or the CONCACAF champion something thingy trophy. The only thing that bears true honor and glory is the U.S. Open Cup. Amen. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's good. <laughs> I love the U.S. Open Cup. 
the oldest, I like that one of the oldest they tried tournaments. To phone it in, and they still went and won the game. <laughs> well, that's what's so weird. Like, phone it in, but all of these players were on the bench, and you were very quick to sub them all in. Like that's that was a, it was a very weird thing they did there. Well, it was pre-planned. I think, like you know, you can't play these guys. We're in a stretch of five games in fifteen days. They can't play every single game and every single minute. But if you manage it, and Peter was talking about, hey, it's we're lucky that it's Tuesday and we have until Saturday to play again. So there's, you know, a little bit of cushion here. It sounds like they didn't even. Thad could probably speak to this better than me. That they didn't even practice this week. They'd just been doing regen, and then they yeah. played a game. Yeah, yeah there was no practice. Those for this. guys to go sixty minutes though, did they? I don't know. I I was telling the guy next to me, I thought that that was the plan was to just try to get to this point, hopefully be within reach and then start bringing in the, the normal starters and see if you can either catch up or, you know, build a lead. And just that Nicola scored right before I said that they were going to be guys coming in and shallowy and Remy and um, Kyrie came in was, it made me look really smart to the guy sitting next to me. So. And that's, that's what really matters. Yeah, it's like almost like internet karma points, but not. So Thad and I will not be doing a midweek interview this week as we had as we really got on a in a groove there for like five weeks in a row we were doing it. Midweek game kind of threw things off, but uh, we'll get back to that. If you haven't been listening to those interviews that we've been doing, you should. They're they're short and I think they're uh, they're pretty good. I like to they think we're getting good. we're getting something out of these guys that you're not going to hear on the Sporting KC show. Yeah, a little soccer, a little not soccer. And unfortunately the Tuesday game is what really messed it up. A Wednesday game we probably still could have got away with it, but Yeah. Yeah. So well, there's yeah, a we Wednesday did... game next week, so can we expect the return to the Tuesday talks uh, we're, next week? We're we're trying. I don't know. Everyone shame Patrick into it. See, Patrick, the, look how many people want this to happen. All five of us in the in this podcast, and the and the seven people that listen to it want these interviews to happen. Yeah, trust me, Patrick's not the problem. He wants them to happen too. It's just the scheduling of the team. Uh, the last one we did was Johnny Russell. That was very fun. Johnny's always a good interview. We had to wait for him to get off the training table, but it was worth it. Yeah, it was a long wait. So I have a question actually about that one. Um, I listened to that, and Johnny was. Um, extremely understandable, uh, which is not always the case for those from Scotland. <laughs> we have like a, it's not even an American accent, but does he put on like an accent to make himself understand? Yes. You know, I've, I think that he does because yes. I've heard an interview with him where he, and a Scottish person was interviewing him and my God, no, there's no understanding it. So he definitely yeah. does do that. I, I've talked to him like doing the interview and he's perfectly, you know, understandable, clear, full clarity. And then as soon as you turn the microphone off, turn off the recorder, he turns to the next guy and goes, hey, I drive a dollar. How did he just say? <laughs> oh, my God. I was hoping that whole time that he actually would whip out an impression at the end. Of that. <laughs> I, I did try to make it Scottish. I just tried to make it unintelligible. So. He just... He just unleashed some gibberish on everybody there. No, that's so that's awesome. We need to you should have told me that before we interviewed him. This is the kind of thing that I want to do in interviews. Yes, we need to play this game. We're gonna have Johnny on 
We're going to have him say a sentence as he would if he were interviewing with the Kansas City Star and then how he would do it if he was in a pub somewhere. I want to play that game. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting getting those accents in there sometimes. We used to have fun trying to get Colin to say certain words. Oh, man, Aurelian Colin, recently retired. Right? Did I dream that? No, he did. Right? That is correct. He's yes. going into coaching, he told us. Oh, is he? Not one, not a player. I would have ever been like, yeah, that guy's going to be a coach. Yeah, he talked to us in the press box during one of the games. I apologize. I don't remember which game it was, but he came up. We did an old school style scrum and held out our microphones and phones. And Yeah, awesome. he was on the broadcast too, that, that game. That was a few games ago. Yeah, actually, I thought about trying to get him on our on a pod, like if we can get him to zoom in. Yes, let's do that. You're in charge He's of that. A, it's your homework. Just give me a give me a time, give me a date, give me a potential. We can work around Aurelian Collins' schedule. That goal he scored. Are we are we like old by ref? That this the goal he scored in MLS Cup was almost a decade ago. Oh my God, that is insane. But that goal he scored in the corner kick when he shouldn't even have been on the field because he should have been red carded a few minutes before. Oh my gosh, that guy is one of the most excited goals I have ever seen, short of Cunaguero scoring the winner for Manchester City. That's the greatest goal that will ever be scored in the history of soccer. It's not supposed to wasn't bad either. Yeah. You're not uh, supposed to admit, though, that he wasn't supposed to be on the field. You're supposed to stick to the lie that, hey, like Tom Brady until, I don't know, 20 years post-tuck rule, finally admitting it was a fumble. You know, you got to hold on to it longer. Nine years? That's not enough, Cody. <laughs> Fight for it. No RSL fans listen to this. At least I hope not. Oh, I hope they do. I'm very vulnerable on this show. I hope no Seattle fans listen to this. I hope RSL fans don't listen to this. I put myself I hope they do. There. And if you do, you hope ultras don't listen to this? you suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely hope ultras don't listen to this. Actually, yeah, that's we how did. we'll go viral. Let's get let's get some. <laughs> I'm ready for that fight. Let's do it. Let's get some clout. I believe after you did the podcast where you kind of talked about the Johnny Russell incident before before you interviewed Johnny and talked to him about it, someone said the Blue Testament used to be good. Now it's garbage. <gasps> really? <laughs> they were talking about your podcast. Yes. Why did no one tell me this? Yes, that's I'm a big sure win. I'm pretty sure I put it in the. Yeah, Slack. we did. Oh, we did. Big win for Cody the doesn't show read there. the Slack. He doesn't read the articles. <laughs> Cody's not familiar with the bluetestament.com. <laughs> we, so, um, trying to get him there. We'll get it. There we'll figure are it out. so many Slacks. There are so many Slacks. What? I am okay. Whatever. I, where did, what channel was this at? If it was in general, I saw it. I read these things. Okay. David, go ahead. What do you have? I'll drop it. Sorry. Here. I just, I, you know, we're having, this is, this is Shades of Blue After Dark. So we, we started off the rails and we're continuing to run off the rails. I will just say, we only have to win four more games to win the Open Cup. The rest of this round happens tomorrow. They draw the day after for the round of 16 in the quarterfinals, so we'll know who the next two opponents would be. Well, or kind of who the... would know who the next opponent is, and then the, the pairing, if we were to win that, who we would play. Um, so four get, games. Four games to a four trophy. Games. Four games to a trophy. Look at that. And SKC Nation was all down in the dumps. That's a Mike stat. I didn't have to text him though. That's a that was a David stat. Or did Mike actually give it to you? And that's what you're saying. No, the Wikipedia gave it to me. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I don't think we needed Mike for that level of research on that one. 
Yeah, but Mike's probably up researching right now at 1.15. I can, I can count to four. <laughs> He's updating his spreadsheets right now as we speak. And thank goodness he is, because, gosh, how would we know anything if he wasn't uh, providing us that information? Okay. Well, it was a very fun evening. Sporting KC are good again. We're going to win another trophy, only four wins, and we're going to be ho hoisting another trophy this year. Before we leave, can we really quickly talk about the other teams that are in Kansas City, at least a couple of them? Just super brief. Okay, Chad, Sporting you get, Kansas City you 2. Get one minute. I'm going to time you. You get one minute. You got to okay. talk about <laughs> I'll keep it under. Sporting Kansas City kidding. 2. Uh, they picked up a 4-2 to win on the weekend. They were down 2 nothing. reeled off four straight goals. That seems familiar, right? Uh, Let's go, SPR. Mateo Bunbury with a brace in the first half. So that was delightful. Unfortunately, the Kansas City Current did lose in the Challenge Cup semifinals last week on Wednesday, and they lost their home opener, but they are playing really well, and the games were jammed very close together. I think now that they're getting spread out, hopefully we'll uh, see the return of some players pretty soon. But uh, I don't know if you all listened to the podcast Snacks with Lynn Williams and Sam Mewis, two Kansas City Current players. I recommended it. It was fun. What? They had a charming little... Uh, I know I'm not allowed to talk about other podcasts. I'm really bad. No, they that. do a pod. That's cool. I didn't know the players were doing a podcast. That's a good. Yeah, just, that's a good shout. Just yeah. those two. Cody, players, you pay yes. attention to soccer. That that well, I I keep an eye on I the current. The... I keep I keep current on the current. I'm sorry. I don't know that. I don't know they're doing a podcast. I like Sam Mewis. That's cool. That's cool. I would I would listen to that pod. Everyone go listen to the Sam Mewis and that other. Player that Chad just Lynn, said. Lynn Williams. Yes, they they are friends. Just this is season, season just three. Said her name. <laughs> you already forgot it. They're She's only a national team. U.S. Player. national team players. leading <laughs> scorer in of the NWSL history. Yes, I, I okay. I I know the name now. The multiple <laughs> championships with North Carolina Courage. That I've heard it a second time. I know the name. I'm not, I don't want to, don't put me in this corner. I'm not in the corner of hating on women's soccer. I appreciate the current. I love No, 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 no. We're not, we're not saying you hate on women's soccer. We're just saying you don't pay attention to other soccer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or anything us. that's not Manchester City or Sporting KC, the first team, you do not care. Or, Although or I was stunned to learn Cody was watching an SKC2 game. He was like live messaging in the Slack. I'm like, you know, when these are on, you, you're aware of these. That these exist. Um, all I wanted to say, though, about um, Sam and Lynn Williams, as sadly Lynn Williams out for the year, but Sam Mewis sounds like her injury might not be great either. Matt Potter didn't give yep. much of an answer when we asked. He said, never does. He never does. So there says, was a well, thankfully, the high performance team is really working hard on this. We know Sam wants to be out there. Bad with his second impression of the evening. Who yeah, was Although there wasn't was an nice. English accent at all. But. <laughs> Wait, that was that's this person is English. Matt that Potter's was English. English. Yes. Oh my gosh, that a legend. You expect me to do impersonations at one seventeen? He was supposed to do a French and an English one. Thad, you're a legend with your impressions. I love it. French? When was Scottish? French? Yeah, John, oh. Johnny Johnny oh. Russell, famously from. France? Oh, I thought we were doing. I thought no, he was, I could have. I, I could have actually Aurelian done the Colin, Colin one in French yeah. if you wanted me to. Let's hear it. Because I can tell it. you the word that we used to try to get him to say. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do you need Where? to workshop this off air? Do you need to workshop it a couple of times? No, 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 I'll, no, I'll, no. Okay, I'll we, stall for you if you need it. The the word we wanted him to say was focus, okay. but the way he said it was focus. <laughs> so we need to focus on the other team's ability to do this. Third impression. Oh, 
For anybody who it. complains, I grew up in the boonies of Missouri, man. I can barely pronounce English. So that's why when we get the names of players, I find one of the, their names that I can use. So I had, I know Nicola. I know Janice because this, our Cypriot friends taught us this. Uh, the Cypriots. Remy. Remy. Andreo. I know him because he's been here long enough. Or Fontas, but... Okay, so all I heard there was you just listing off a number of players that I'm going to ask you to give me an impression for at some point in the future. No, I don't have an impression for them. I'm just saying that's their names because that's the way I, that's, I can pronounce one of their two names relatively accurately. And I admit this. I, I suck at it. Uh, there's no denial there, man. Okay, That was like Chad admitting earlier that he, he sucks at this because he doesn't actually know anything about being a right back or a fullback. Yeah, or being a journalist. <laughs> It's all right. I hope don't people know that when they come to the Blue Testament. I hope people aren't like, ah, yes, let's read some real journalism <laughs> when we come to this SB Nation site of. <laughs> hold on, hold, on. hold on, hold on, Robert. Of... Robert, there we go. Robert keeps us in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. That was. A, I didn't mean to shit on Robert there. That was just. I like good self-deprecating humor. There's some like legitimate conversation about tactics and lineups, the rosters. Chad always has great pieces on like the depth chart, the uh, the salary cap. So yeah, come on, you're you're underselling what we deliver. Yeah, I don't. It's I don't a good wanna, place to be, guys. Good I don't want to ruin be. the shtick by like saying it out loud too much, but that's definitely what we're going for. My Cody's dream show is talking about the different body parts that are would be on lists of for Kyrie Shelton. And then two minutes later, we're delivering where Thad and Chad are talking about, you know, in-depth prospects of, of Jake Davis and, and how the strikers are working. That's the exact podcast that I want to do. That's what we're I think you accomplished for. that. But I got to tell you, when you keep talking about Kyrie Shelton's body parts, I just expect you to say something like, he rubs the lotion on the skin or something <laughs> like that. Like, it's just kind of freaking me out a little bit. Just don't think about it too much. Just don't think about it too much. <laughs> oh, I wish I could just so, screen cap Thad's expression when I said that. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Um, going back to Chad's interruption earlier for other teams, with SKC2, you forgot the winning goal was by Cole McCloggan. Oh, my God. Was the it really? Okay. Yes. And for those of you who don't know, Cody... Cole McCloggan is Doug McCloggan, yeah. famous coach locally. And friend of the podcast, duh, I know him. He's been <laughs> on this podcast multiple times. But, man, that, those are some great names. SKC, too, is just filled with great names. Ozzy Cisneros. We got a lot of guys. I know this is going to shock you, but Ozzy's on the first team. But, okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. Who, who else? Yes. Um, That one guy, actually, the guy that had the best name, is not on the team anymore. He or or he didn't. We drafted him and then he never played. What's the guy's name I'm Who, talking about? Who's that? Come on, go on, uh, tell us. You know tell who us, I'm man. talking about. Come Chad. on, man, tell us. Thad, you know who I'm talking about. No, 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 no. I, I'm I'm sure I know. The oh name, my god, I, I got it. It popped in my head. Isai Easley is who I was talking he, about. He's on SKC. He's, he's on the he's on the team. Yes. Okay, well, boom, there we go. Isai Easley, and I didn't even look it up. That's a hell of a name. And then, um, and, and where's he from? Cave Rad. Boom. Oh, where? see, you guys give me time. I'm going to keep going. He's on the first team. He's yeah. Homegrown. Where, well, where is Isai Easley from? Do you know that? 
Isai Isai, let's see here. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should have known that one, too. I was going to make up some random country, but yes, Hawaii. Yes, I knew that one. Yeah, that's a random country. And he played played college soccer at what school? I know this. I do. I mean, I I was just going to say the University of Hawaii, the rainbows. Washington or something random like that. No, Grand, no. Grand Canyon. In your University. backyard, old oh, backyard. That's right, Chad. Arizona. Yeah, where Coach Sissel is at now. Okay, oh, are we developing a new there. game here of shame, shame, Cody on knowledge of? <laughs> is this new? <laughs> you know what? A, a shades of blue. You made the mistake. You got me talking, game. Cody. <laughs> we could we could do shades of blue trivia for some sort of prize. Okay. Oh gosh, Cody would do the worst. It'd be the so best bad. just to watch him do the worst. Like so whoever bad. whoever wins gets to write Cody's like intro <laughs> message when he matches with somebody on Tinder. <laughs> I'm not Bumble. on Tinder. I need someone to help me make a profile though. I was on Tinder at once, never got any matches, deleted the app. So for anybody who listens to this podcast, if you have dating <laughs> advice or tips for Cody, you can find him at that Cody though. God damn it. Uh, and honestly, this would be a great uh, wrong answers only segment. Uh, this but is really just how I wanted I love for our boy. Just how I wanted this podcast to end. Cody's a good kid. Yes. But let's, let's find some love for Cody. Oh, good guy. If anybody knows a good match for Cody, somebody who oh, likes soccer, God. has a weird sense of humor, likes dogs. If there is anyone no, still listening no to this show. If there's, if there's anyone still listening to the show, I apologize for the way we have ended it, because it was a what? beautiful We're not night. Done yet. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. We're about to hit one hour. I'm trying to not end me. this. Not me. I'm fresh. I can still keep going, man. It is 1:30 in the morning. I'm excited about the win, but I have to go to bed. I have to go pee too. Doesn't anyone else have to go pee? We've been <laughs> go, sitting here go for a long pee, time. Man. I left we'll in the middle. Going. I left in the middle of the pod to do that, man. <laughs> Hit pause and give the reins to somebody else. <laughs> okay. Well, Thad, say something prophetic. Boom. Got him. What, you're speaking, Tony? <laughs> oh, oh, boo. <laughs> boo. David, give me something. We have not lost a soccer game in a, like a little bit. Four. And Four matches. Positive. And that's, and that's a positive. Four matches. That's positive. Go Sporting. Woo! Woo! has just been sent off Some part of strong and all comes off My fun fun things got me drinking My fun fun things got me drinking My fun fun things got me drinking Give me real whiskey when I gin Anything to shake this but I'm in My fun fun things got me drinking My fun fun things got me Drinking, my fun fun things got me drinking.